time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. And welcome to another edition of Bump and Run. I am Run. And I am Bump. And uh, Bump, it's good to see you again. Good to talk to you. And uh, yeah, always, what a busy a week. What an exciting week we had here. Not only it did was. we have the big hoopla with Tiger Woods, but we had the big hoopla with Corey Connors, our buddy Corey from Connors, yeah. beautiful downtown Listowel, Ontario, which we'll uh, we'll get into. It's both. close to my uh, close to my stomping grounds, Listowel, yeah. Ontario, over in Kitchener, That's Kitchener right. Waterloo area. We went up and visited him in Listowel once a couple of years we ago. Did, yep. It was yes, good. I do. And for those, of you, for those of you who don't know, Listowel is also uh, the basis for uh, the TV show Letterkenny. Which I didn't know that. I didn't know that until our good pal James Duthie told me that. He was the man. That's right. I was the same. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. It's also the home of Cyclone Taylor, the one of the great hockey players hockey from the players, early days yeah. of the NHL. Uh, but let's let's start dealing with Tiger Woods and... Um, we obviously saw that all the hoopla, all the people were there, all the TV yep. ratings were through the roof. Crazy. Um, what did What did you think? Do you think? He, I mean, I, I hate when people say, "Is he back?" I mean, come on, he didn't win, but yeah, he's back. Yeah, yeah. it's not. He's not going to be back to where he was ten years ago. No, it's just not going to happen. Um, but again, if we're going to measure it from beginning to Masters, he's still on a nice and a nice steady plane. Like I really found his short game was impressive. Yep. Um, Except for his putting bunker play. Yeah. The putting wasn't, the putting was, wasn't great, but his chipping and his bunker play. Yeah. Was improved is, is more and more improved every, every round. Um, It's, uh, it's amazing to, uh, to think about how quickly this came about. When you consider that last October at the president's cup, he said he didn't know if he'd ever play golf again or have a competitive right. golf career again. And now he's, like, vying for tournaments. I mean, I think that's, that's shocking. It's, it is it is kind of shocking. I, I didn't expect this progression. But, uh, you know, it just goes to show you that when you are, when you are that, when you're that good of a player that you can, you know, just get healthy. That's all it was. Get healthy. Get yep. back to practicing. Get back to playing competitively. And now look where he is. He's still it's still Tiger Woods. I realize he's he's over forty, but you know, if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy this whole time, you know, it just makes the Masters that more intriguing. Not only are some of the top young players uh playing very well right now, but now Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, whose records are second to none at Augusta, are also playing well and will make a nice dynamic there. Okay, so first major. So the eighteenth hole he took mm-hmm. some uh, he took some criticism for not hitting a uh, longer club driver three wood and said he went with that two iron, and uh, I thought it was a good play. I thought it was the right play because he can't trust his driver right now, right under a pressure situation. The three wood brings into play some bunkers and a narrowing of the fairway, but man, he took a lot of heat. He did, yeah, and it, it's surprising. He, like he needed to be in the fairway there for any sort of chance, right? And yeah, he was 185 yards back, but he's still hitting seven iron. So, yeah, it's not a wedge or a nine iron. It's not a quote-unquote scoring club. But, again, it's it's not like he was hitting three, four iron. He was hitting a seven iron into that into that green and trying to get it to back to that tier. And, you know, he came up a little short. But for any chance to actually make a birdie there, he needed to be in the fairway. So, yes, you know, he didn't get – I don't think he got the run he thought he was going to get or maybe he didn't hit the stinger as pure as he would have uh, hoped for. But – 
again, it's hard to criticize Tiger Woods. He's one of the greatest players of all time, if not the greatest. And I, and, and if that if if rough was coming into play with the three wood, and you don't trust your driver, hit the stinger, get in the fairway, and see what see what happens. Sure, I th- I think he played the smart move. I think I'm I'm shocked that people criticize him and say, oh, he's yeah. got to hit a driver there. I'm saying like, hey guys, this is Tiger Woods. He's won 79 times. I think he knows what he's doing. Right, you know, exactly. I, just, yeah. I think you can figure it out. Remember, remember at uh, uh, Hoylake, he he played the won the British Open, hitting one driver for the whole. Yeah, week. exactly. You know, he doesn't. I don't think we have to second guess him. No, and I don't think uh, you know. Again, you know, you just go back to the fact that he needed to be in the fairway there. Right, right. Uh, okay, let's move on to our buddy Corey Connors, and uh, um. It's funny how many people so far in the last couple of days have said to me, who is this kid? I've never heard of him before. And I'm thinking, hey, you watched the Masters, right, a couple of years ago? Don't you remember him in there? I guess nobody nobody yeah. remembers that. But they sort of say, oh, he came out of nowhere, right? And I'm thinking, yeah, not not exactly, no. Not exactly, no. No. He had an accomplished amateur. Like, I can't remember how high he was actually ranked in the amateur rankings. But, um, you know, he, he made the semi and the final in back-to-back years of the U.S. amateur. Yeah. Played for Canada. Uh, played for Canada twice at the World Team Amateur Championships. They, they right. one year they were runner up with uh, Taylor runner Pendritz up, and right. uh, Adam Svensson. That's right. And and, and he also won the um, the Porter Cup, which is a right. top amateur tournament. So, and then he's made that steady progression. He, he really hasn't had that many hiccups. You know, he played a little PGA Tour Canada, a little PGA Tour Latino America, but kind of graduated the Web.com Tour and now has graduated to uh, the PGA Tour in a pretty steady fashion. Um, so, yeah, people, you know, again, we follow golf and we follow these young kids that have come through, the, especially now with that, uh, with the team, the Golf Canada Developmental Program, yeah. which is which is part of the reason why we're seeing a lot more uh, young golfers getting to major tours. Um, these guys are all products of that program right now. Pretty and, interesting, pretty interesting too. Uh, here's a cool story uh, uh, that uh, his coach. I, I actually remember going down to, to Kent State when he was down there. We did those old mm-hmm. Powerade. Yep. Remember those Powerade things we did? Yes. On up and coming yes. athletes. So we went down, did one on on uh, Corey, and he uh, his coach, her page, who's a Canadian who's been down there for though 150 years. He told me the great story. He said he went to recruit him, and he came up to uh, the Ontario Amateur or the Ontario Junior or something, and he watched him play. And he went over to him afterwards and he said, you know, uh, how often do you practice your short game? Because Herb said, you know, his short game was, was pretty awful. He said, and Corey Carter said, well, I, I don't really practice it very much because I usually hit 16 or 17 greens uh, around, so I don't need to. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a little bit of cough, cocky confidence. Uh, now, he has improved it considerably since then, but that's right. the type of golf he plays. He sort of hits it in the middle of the fairway, wears mm-hmm. out the middle of the green, if his putter works, you know he gets going, and uh, and I think I think you're going to hear from him more from him. Ian Leggett told me earlier this year he played with him at the start of the year. He said he'd be shocked if he didn't win this year. Right, and High he's praise. like, and again, you know, he, he hasn't had the highest finishes in his rookie year, uh, aside from you know his whatever he finished t sixteen, but he's made cuts. He's made all but one cut, so the consistency of his game is there. It's just a matter of capitalizing on the weekends. His weekends haven't been great. Um, that comes with experience. So he is only 26 years old. But again, you, you'll hear from him again. Um, you know, this is a guy. He's played in two majors. Obviously, qualified for the Masters. Went through and qualified for the U.S. Open last year. Um, so, or two years ago? No, it was last year. Last year he played. Yeah. Um, Maybe he can make a guest appearance at the. Uh... 
on Letterkenny. Yeah, he should. They that's should. What, I think that's what they should do. <laughs> but uh, but you know it's it's too bad. I was hoping for a little bit better fate. Maybe you know stick around even par one or two over to still sit in that top five, and then he would have got into Bay Hill. Um, but uh, a good learning experience, I guess. We chalk it up for learning experience, right? Yeah, and one one cool stat that uh, I saw online, courtesy of our friend Adam Stanley, was that his next start is going to be that tournament in Dominican Republic. That's right. And that's on a course that he played when he was on the Web.com tour. That's so right. That's right. Kind of a cool uh, cool leg up for him uh, on his next start, which will be next mm-hmm. week when the match play is going on. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I didn't, you know, he already knows the course, so he's got a little leg up on uh, some of the other people that uh, haven't really seen the course. And, again, I, if I was him, I'd want to get right back out there, you know, Three three straight rounds in the sixties at the Valspar to start it. You had the fifty four hole. You had the thirty six hole lead. The fifty four hole lead. You know, playing with Paul Casey, playing with Justin Rose, playing one behind Tiger Woods, Brant Snedeker. Like it wasn't a it wasn't a, a field full of nobodies that were chasing him. Patrick Reed. Like these right. are top flight players that were chasing him, and to be able to hang with them for a few rounds. I know he didn't have the. You know, it kind of started right there on the first hole with his second shot out of the rough on the par five that led to that bogey. Um, you know, that really just kind of derailed him almost off the start and he couldn't get it back. But, you know, to be able to be up with those kind of players, to be in that Tiger atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, pretty cool. Is only going to really help him pretty down the cool. line. Pretty cool. Uh, what else do you want to talk about here today? What else do we well, want to talk about? Well, oh, you know, what? Uh, go ahead. Well, what, what about Paul Casey winning? Paul Casey is uh, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. He uh, he's one of my favorite guys. We did a, used to he played in a couple of skins games, Canadian skins games back in the day, and he was uh, he was a lot of fun. He um, on the ba- at Banff Springs on the eighth hole, we were standing there waiting for TV to start again. And he said, "I bet you I can throw this golf ball on the green." And it was 150 yards away, and I said, "There's no way." <laughs> he launched it, landed right <laughs> on the green. It's pretty hard to throw a golf ball that far. It doesn't sound like yeah, that far. Yeah, it's not easy. But when you try, when you look at it, it's uh, it's actually not that bad. It's not that easy to do, and the ball doesn't travel that far. So, um, so it's it's tough to tough to make it work. But he did it, and it's he's a cool guy. He's always been always been very friendly. I know he's one of the best liked guys on the tour. He likes to go up to Whistler, by the way, and mountain bike. He does a bunch of that up there. He actually hurt his shoulder one time and missed a bunch of golf because <laughs> he fell. And, and he- and it's it's kind of misleading that it's only his second PGA Tour win because he's yeah. won so much on the European Tour and big but, big events, right? Is like the BMW yeah. PGA, which is one of their marquee events over there. I mean, he's won some some big stuff. He's won five and, times since, uh, and his, he has been. That's right. Since uh, what the 09's last win, right? It's 09. So the start right? of 09, I think he's won five yeah. times worldwide. But he's won thirteen career events, and uh, you know he's he's always been a solid player. And again, another guy who's just turned forty. You know, but his game has been pretty pretty consistent the last year and a half. And if you look at it, like here's another guy playing well, and then you look ahead to the to Augusta as we always do at this time of year at uh, who we think is going to contend. Well, he's got two sixth place finishes and a fourth place in the last three Masters. Paul really? Casey. Wow. So you know, a guy that's played well at again, he's never he hasn't won a major, but a guy that's been around major leaderboards and especially at Augusta. So. And he's going to be. Uh, by the way, he's going to. Uh, he's rejoined the European Tour, so he's that's right. Got a good shot to be on the uh, European Ryder Cup team. Interesting because he he played a, two Ryder Cups, and then in 2010, mm-hmm. Colin Montgomery didn't cho- choose him as a captain's pick, and even yeah, though he was he in was the top pissed. ten in the world. Yeah, yep. and he said and he was hell, pissed that's, off. 
And that's when he went. Uh, he actually went to Whistler during the President's Cup or during the Ryder Cup that time. <laughs> he told me that. And then, and then dropped out. And then he, he got rid of his European Tour card. Yeah. To well, that was on the PGA and part of that. A lot of people. Was, he told me. He said that a lot of that was. Yes, he was mad, but he also said, you know, he had a young family. They were based in Arizona. They just kind of right. wanted to get things settled. So a bit of he's, a bit of both the reasons why he, he didn't join the European Tour again. The, fu- the funny thing is, is he's been over here probably longer than he's been over in Europe, right? Because yeah. he went to Arizona, Arizona State, I believe. Yep. And um, has been he's lived over here pretty much ever since he came over for university, hasn't he? I, pretty much, yeah. I pretty, uh, so it's you know it's the. I get why the Euro- they have to be a part of the European Tour, but um, you know you miss out on some guys. You miss out on some good, solid players um, at times when you like Paul Casey in 2010. But uh, you know, again, it's good. It's a good win for him, um, especially against Tiger Woods. His the best quote was, "I'm going to enjoy this. I haven't beaten Tiger Woods in a, in a tournament because he hasn't done that ever." Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's one great. of these guys that got caught in the Tiger vortex. Yeah, right, exactly. When Tiger was at his best, you know, Paul Casey was at his best or playing his best golf at times. So uh, he was. Uh, it's a good win for him. And again, if you're looking, if you're looking in your Masters pool and you're looking at guys, there's one guy to take a look at. That guy and the guy that uh, Corey Connors played with in the last round, Justin, Justin Rose. Yeah. I like him. He's got a good shot for it. But mm-hmm. one of the hottest. He's been arguably the hottest guy in the last what six months. Yeah. Um, He's, he's healthy. Phenomenal. He's another, he's another guy who's finally kind of healthy. So he's had a few right. issues over the years with yep. the pain and stuff. All right. Uh, anything else? Well, what about the oh, and, well, speaking of, if you speaking of uh, Ryder Cup, not the Ryder Cup, but the Presidents Cup. Oh yes, here uh, we they're going to announce big news. this. This is actually it's actually is really big news. I think. it is. I um, think so too. You know, because now we're you know you've always had captains. It's been Jack Nicklaus. It's been Gary Player. It's been Nick Price. It's been Greg Norman for the internationals and. You know, the U.S. has had Freddie Couples a bunch of times. But now, for Jay the 2019, Haas. yeah, Jay Haas, for the 2019 matches in Melbourne, uh, it's going to be Ernie Els for the internationals, which is natural. And it's going to be, which is kind of surprising, but good for the event, Tiger Woods as the oh. captain. Is, they're, they're announcing this week. So uh, I, I saw that coming, though. I think, I think when you saw him being, like, he really got into the role of being the uh, captain's assistant, right? Both Ryder Cup and right. President's Cup. Like, he was, the stories were that he was, like, dialed right in. He was calling, making recommendations. He was doing all this stuff for, um, for everything about the, uh, you know, the team, who was going to be the captain's picks and who was going to play with who. And apparently right. <laughs> that's some great stories. So he's, he's, he's pumped for this kind of thing. And I think he'll probably be a good captain and, He's just kind of another part of this cadre of all the Furick and Stricker and Davis Love and that whole gang that they're kind of right. have it'll, a stranglehold on it. Our, our that's right. It'll all be, all be the same. All be probably the same assistants that he's always had. Right. All yep. the, they seem to have like a little pool of guys that just, you know, they're just exchanging captaincies really. Um, but and, it, and yeah, and speaking of assistant captains, I think uh, Mike Weir basically told me he was going to be uh, continue on in his role too with Ernie. So. Um, right. And it's interesting, you know, he told me the one interesting stat, which I thought was that the assistant captains can't give any advice to the players. So if if the first player goes up on a par three and hits a seven iron and it comes up short, the next player comes up and Mike Weir standing there, he can't tell him, hey, uh, player A just hit a seven iron here and he was short. I just want to let you know, only the captain can do that. Only the captain, that's right. Which, so he basically goes out there and goes, hit a good shot, 
or something. Yeah. Sort of, <laughs> try your best. It just well, seems and, and so weird. It's it's funny that it, it'll like again. You say it, we say it'll probably be the same gaggle of guys for the U.S. It probably will be for the internationals too because they seem to be trying to go that way. Everybody's kind of mimicking what the Euros did, right? Because right, legacy. You know, it's been it's it's a legacy thing. So you know you know obviously Mike Weir is probably a guy that's played in five Presidents Cups. Will probably be a captain one day. Jeff um, Ogilvie will probably be a Jeff captain Ogilvie one day. is another guy. So there are there are some guys that uh, are finishing their Presidents Cup career um, that won't that that'll probably be captains now, like Ernie. But it'll be funny because Tiger, technically, if Tiger starts playing again and starts playing well, like he like he kind of has, like he could make this team. He could be a player captain, right? Player captain, which I don't think it's happened in a long time, right? hasn't hasn't I'm, happened in the Presidents Cup, but it's happened in the Ryder Cup before, but way yeah, back. What, Hale Irwin, right? Hale Irwin. Uh, I don't even. I can't remember. I think it was. I can't like remember. Back in the fifties or something, but I'll, we'll check that out for the next. Might have been Arnie. Guest. Could be. Arnie? I don't think so. Maybe, yeah, maybe know. Arnie. Yeah, that's right. I think you're right. I think you're right. But anyway, there uh, certainly brings in some interesting possibilities if he right, uh, if he is would he sit himself right. out. <laughs> if he's I not wonder, well. wonder and, and maybe it'll <laughs> keep. And just in case Phil's not playing bad, right? maybe he's got an ally there, right, to keep keep the streak alive of team competitions. But uh, you know, it'll bring some, it'll bring great. Like obviously, being in Australia is going to is going to is going to hurt them, but. I'll tell you, Tiger Woods will. Tiger Woods being the captain will bring some attention to the tournament when we know that it has struggled because of how dominant um, the internationals have. The internationals have been beaten. I think it's a good chance for uh, for Tiger to, uh, and I think he just loves this kind of stuff. I think, I mean, like Mike Weir loves it. I know there's a lot of players who really enjoy uh, enjoy these team competitions. So it'll be cool. Be cool to see. I think. And good exposure for the President's Cup because we all know that this competition doesn't get the same, it doesn't have the same cachet as the Ryder Cup because of the U.S. dominance. But with Tiger Woods as captain, it'll bring attention, and it's down under, so yeah. the time change is horrible, right. horrible for this one. So, you know, it's kind of it's it's a good move. Whether this was decided, you know, by each, whatever whoever it was decided by, they probably thought this out pretty well. Because with Tiger Woods as captain, it should bring some more attention to the President's Cup. Well, hopefully it's uh, not a one and out for him, too. Maybe he'll stay for a couple and uh, we'll get to see him right. back uh, on this side of the uh, time zone and go from there. And, and, and you know what's going to be played to death now is, the, is that playoff between him and Ernie Els oh, yeah. in 2003 when they, t- when, when, they they, when they ended in a tie yeah. uh, because of darkness So in South Africa. but uh, That was good. That was a good one. It's a fun, those are fun shots to watch. Like that was crazy. That that playoff in darkness yeah. was crazy. It's good. All right. Well, uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational coming up this week. It'll be exciting, and then we're leading into the mm-hmm. Masters. Uh, it won't be long. We got the match play. It's first match play. First ladies majors coming. Yeah. They're back in the U.S. It, after their whirlwind it's an LPGA time. international tour. It's an exciting time. Exciting time. Exciting time. And we might be able to golf at some point if the snow goes away. Yeah, I don't know. It's get, it feels like we're going in reverse. I'm not liking it very. I'm gonna much. go indoor. I'm gonna go indoor golf. I think that's what I'm gonna do too. At uh, at at a place in Kitchener. Okay, golf. I can just go downstairs. I have one in my building here. I can do it. I never use it. Do yeah. you? I know it's crazy. Why isn't don't it? you use I don't that? Know. I got to go down there. That's awesome. You should go down there. Go down today. Okay. Uh, and with that, we'll uh, let you go. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I am Run. And I am Bump. We'll talk to you again. <laughs>